The Man Cave Podcast is brought to you by Woods and Water Realty. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Woods and Water Realty is your go-to real estate store. Check them out online at woodsandwater.com. The Man Cave. A sanctuary. A sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dan Casper here for another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. We're talking outdoors in this episode of the Man Cave Podcast because that's what we do in the Man Cave we talk about whatever whatever we want. Sports, movies, outdoors, hunting, fishing, you know it. Conspiracy theories like Bigfoot. We'll get to that probably at some point. But uh, yeah, we're going to be adding some more outdoors talk to the Man Cave podcast. And I'm excited to be uh, to be adding Sturgy, AAA Ron, if you listen to the radio show. Him and his brother, uh, they've started up No Idea. It's a YouTube series on there where they kind of talk about uh you know some products test some products out talk about the outdoors fishing trips hunting trips all that good stuff it's awesome it's funny it, it's it, it's informative i love it from big fans of theirs and now aaa ron is going to be uh joining us on the on the man cave podcast about bi-weekly every couple weeks or so every week depends on depends on how it's going and with football or excuse me with hunting season right around the corner football season is right around the corner as well but with uh, with fall coming up, hunting season around the corner, it's a perfect time to to kick off our segment here with uh, AAA Ron Sturgey. I got a I got settle on one nickname with that man, but uh, here's our conversation uh, to kind of kick off uh, our chats. We're gonna have more chats throughout the season, but uh, here's our first one here. So enjoy. All right, back uh, talking again with AAA Ron. If you listen to the radio program, you probably hear him with his hot takes on the football world uh, a little bit there. Uh, otherwise, uh, from No Idea, AAA Ron, Sturgy, multiple different uh, nicknames to go to. Actually face-to-face in the studio chatting for, for the first time ever, yeah. dude. It's good to see you, man. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah? This is you said you didn't sleep all week. Now I know that was kind of being a little nice. I did. But, when yeah. you invited me in on this podcast and kind of see where this goes, this relationship, I was like, oh man, I can't sleep because I wanted <laughs> to be in where the magic happens. This is pretty sweet in here. This is awesome. I you love like, it. I just throw in stuff to like decorate it, like stuff I don't want in my office yeah. pretty much. It just goes in here. It's getting the DP, Dan Patrick, yeah. a little bit. Yep. I like it. I yeah. like it. We need to get some no idea merch in here definitely dude we there. don't really have any outdoor stuff besides no. bigfoot no. In, in the studio <laughs> no thanks for having me man yeah. this is awesome thanks for coming Love, in dude yeah. and uh i'm just glad to be chatting with you because i mean we've texted we've tweeted back and forth yep. we met once at at milwaukee burger to kind of hash out some ideas and that sort of stuff um so it's good to actually get you and this isn't going to be a one-time thing we're going to do this multiple times you text i'll be here i love it it'll be awesome i love it so i know i had you on the the radio program a while back because you just started with your brother no idea yeah um and if anybody's listening to this right now and they're like well i wasn't around or i wasn't listening to that just give us a a little bit of a background what no idea is like why did you start it what is it all about yeah so so i i text my brother 
uh, random random night in February saying, hey, I got an idea. I said, this would be really fun to do because um, my brother and I are just absolutely passionate about the outdoors, mm-hmm. love the outdoors. We grew up uh, in the outdoors. Uh, Dad took us uh, fishing, hunting, you name it. We have a uh, an uncle who does trapping. I mean, we if if you can do it outdoors, we did it outdoors. And so, um, I was to be honest, I was really looking for an outlet during this whole COVID stuff and yeah. eighteen months of all this. And um, and I I pitched the idea. I said, hey, let's take our passion for the outdoors and let's take it onto YouTube, and let's do things from product review to um, just kind of documenting and telling stories of you know of what we're doing out in the outdoors, whether it's bow hunting or at that time it was ice fishing uh to fishing in the summer months to uh just just basically anything and everything outdoors let's just tell our story and and let's have fun with it and let's get out there and and share share our passion for the outdoors and my brother's mm-hmm. like sure that would be awesome and so we launched it in february uh it was it was didn't know exactly what to uh expect we have a producer his name's clay howard who sits and edits uh a lot of our videos for us and gives us a gives us some ideas. He does so. a terrific job too, by the way. I mean, <laughs> you guys look awesome. like your pro pro videos over there. Yeah, shout know. out to Clay. But uh, and he he had a he had a really cool. Uh, he he's he's got a background behind all this, so he mm-hmm. was helping. He was able to help us with the vision around that. So that's yeah, that's what we do. No idea. And the other thing too is is even though we've been uh, outdoors, we love the outdoors, and we've been living in the outdoors forever. We still have no idea, and that that was just a playoff of uh, up north here. When we say I have no idea, we're just like let's do no idea, and so we we got a uh, we we got our logo together with a, a one eyed uh, eight point buck, and uh, just kind of ran with it. I we're love having it. fun. We're just having fun. We're having fun buying outdoor stuff uh, without our wives knowing we're buying it and then <laughs> until we, the video comes out yep till the video comes out and actually i don't even know if my wife's watched any of the videos but then yeah then we we set up uh we set up my man cave out in my garage uh as our kind of our studio mm-hmm. thing and we just kind of we, we yeah we videotape and it's it's been awesome and our, our it well what's really funny is is you know i've i don't know much about this youtube stuff mm-hmm. uh my 12 year old son does uh, so he's been giving us pointers, but our first video we did, um, uh, we did a, uh, a series on, uh, the flasher, the Garmin flasher, uh, the striker plus and the striker, uh, for ice fishing. And it just took off before we knew it. We had over 6,000 views. Man. Like, Whoa, this is a, for our first video. I'm yeah. like, this is easy. You know, <laughs> this is pretty easy. Bring out, you know, bring out Mr. Beast. We're right. Gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> and so, um, but it's been, yeah, it's just been a, a, a blast to share our passion with everybody up here in the Northwoods uh, around, around the outdoors. And it's, I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've watched all your videos and it, the, the range of this, I mean, you're in the Gulf of Mexico, you're, you're grilling out some tomahawk ribeyes, you're doing game cameras. I mean, there's, there, it's it's a completely different range. It's not just like, hey, we're just doing hunting stuff. Hey, we're just going to do fish. You, you're open up, to, like you said, everything outdoors related. Yeah, yeah. We wanted, you know, that's that's the biggest thing uh, that I've learned so far is you really want to have, you really want to hone in on that uh, niche or that mm-hmm. niche, however they say it. And we wanted to be outdoors. But then we also didn't want to limit ourselves to just one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to share a passion for everything. And, you know, we love hunting. Uh, along with hunting, we love harvesting uh, our food, which means we have to cook it. So, yeah, my brother is huge in grilling and smoking. I mean, that guy, 
has more grills and smokers than anybody else. He even builds his own smokers. And we're like, yeah, let's incorporate that because, you know, that's just a part of the hunting process. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and then anytime we're out doing something, whether it's in the Gulf of Mexico catch, catching sharks mm-hmm. uh, to ice fishing up north, uh, we we have an episode coming out here where we, we have uh, some of those big, huge magnets uh, that friends of ours sent up from um, – outdoor rescue down by down in warrens wisconsin and they're like hey try these out do a video we'll post it so we're out around eau claire at boat landings docks is that that magnet fishing sort yeah of thing? Magnet i've always fishing. wanted to try yeah, yeah. that yeah. yeah it's been awesome we found a trailer hitch already uh, a receiver so somebody had a bad day we think <laughs> uh we found a hammer all that good stuff but it's pretty cool yeah a lot th- of baits yeah really uh, yeah. it's like i saw something i think it was on facebook like two years ago like people doing this and they're like finding like pistols or yeah or or bikes i'm like i wonder why yeah. that's in there you know you just kind of wonder the background yeah. story of that yeah it's that's it's cool weird. we yeah. haven't found a gun yet so. <laughs> <laughs> what it, like i always thought like what would you do if you found something like would you turn it in or be like no i'm gonna keep something like this yeah you know, that's like, i have no idea yeah, um that's nice. <laughs> well the, so the, so then that's the other thing about no ideas is we also don't have there's a lot of things we're learning too mm-hmm. and we want to learn with uh our audience with those who subscribe and stuff and so we love to play off the whole yeah i have no idea I I, we it. have no idea what we're doing you got maple syrup <laughs> stuff on there yep. too it's 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 awesome so yep. um i mean you it's you and your brother you kind of talked about you. That's what you guys grow up. You grew up being involved in the outdoors. Uh, I mean, did it start with you said with your little kids? I mean, your whole family was was hunting. Your dad, I think. You, I think yep. last time I talked to you on the radio, you mentioned with you were talking about gloves too, weren't we? That was an episode. Oh yeah, we did. Like we that. did giver gloves. Oh yeah. yeah, that was like a third episode. Uh, my brother's big into these giver gloves, which are these really awesome winter. Uh, leather waterproof uh, gloves. I mean, they they are really phenomenal. There's a there's a lot of money for a pair mm-hmm. of gloves, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're so you two kind of have an interesting dynamic too because you seem to be the more outgoing kind, right? Person, yes. right? The, the more yes. uh, is talkative, right word, or do you guys play off that? Is that how um, you guys usually are, or is it you know is, is that like if I'm hanging out with the two brothers, the two yeah. Sergi brothers? My my. My family would refer to me as uh, obnoxiously outgoing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an obnoxious extrovert. Um, my brother, my brother's more laid back. Uh, he he uh, is slow to speak. Uh, <laughs> uh, but man, once you get him going, though, uh, he's a hoot. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's funnier uh, than I am, and he's he's just. Uh, but he he likes to you know he likes to keep to himself and. Uh, he's got his close knit uh, group of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm part of that friends group, which is good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he's more he's he's more laid back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like... the one that tends to talk a little bit too much. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at some of these pictures here too. I mean, who's do you get a professional photographer too? I mean, because you're sitting there posting, it looks like a selfie. You got the hat on, yeah. You know, and the shotgun, and then you get, it looks like a band, a boy band cover here. It says Sapsuckers. Yeah, that season yeah. premiere. Uh, on. <laughs> no, that well, that all that work is uh, Clay Howard's work. Man, um, some of the other stuff is just yeah. My son taking a picture using my iPhone, and then we we jump on. I've I I do enjoy. Some of the uh, videos I've edited, uh, I do enjoy learning that kind of stuff, learning uh, Adobe Photoshop, you know, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. for the most part, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, you can follow No Idea at Twitter, 
at No Idea WI Facebook page, YouTube page, all the information. Yeah, is YouTube is No Idea Outdoors. Perfect. On YouTube. Right there, so you can check it all out. Um, you know what? So you mentioned you know, we're getting up to fall here. Yeah. Bow season. I mean, is is that your favorite season? Is is bow season your favorite? Do you have a favorite type of activity when it gets to to the outdoors? So I'll be honest with you. This will be my uh, sixth year bow hunting. Okay. I was never a bow hunter. Uh, we've always been just the gun deer season here in Wisconsin, um, and we'd be up north around Bruce and Exland, mm-hmm. um, and we'd always hunt up there. And then um, about about six years ago, I'm like, man, you know, I should really look at this bow season stuff because all bow hunters would tell me, like, dude, you got to bow hunt because once you once you bow hunt, you'll be addicted to it. And bow hunting will become your season. Like mm-hmm. then the gun deer season will just be kind of like the cherry on top. And it, it becomes that nine day gun season where you just kind of hang out with guys and have mm-hmm. fun and guys and gals. And so, um, so yeah, uh, a gentleman uh, gave me a bull, a bear bull for free. So I went out and I got, uh, uh, got some practice arrows. Actually, no, my, uh, my cousin over in Thorpe, he is a professional archer. And he he cuts his own uh, bows and does or arrows and and does all that. So he set me up then with uh, arrows, and so I just started practicing. And uh, I scored a place in Jim Falls to to set up a stand. And the guy was like, "Yeah, there's really nothing much out here." Mm-hmm. First night I sit, there's two eight pointers that come walking by, and I'm like, "Holy cow, this is gonna be easy." <laughs> so it was it was awesome. And I think, uh, yep, my first. First year, 2015, I harvested a harvested a really nice ten pointer. Wow! Uh, at the uh, end of September is the last weekend of September, and so ever since then, I know exactly what bow hunters were talking about now. So my yeah. thing now is, yep, bow hunting, bow hunting, getting out in July, uh, cameras up, uh, watching what you got on there, um, chomping at the bit. I also am understanding now too, like even though it starts, I. Th- think this year on the 18th mm-hmm. i think it's a saturday the 18th that you know okay that's exciting but man let's get a couple freezes in yeah you know let's get talk to me mid-october uh kind of stuff uh but this year is gonna i'm really looking forward to it because my son who's uh turning 12 or turning 13 uh he and i went online during covid and he got his uh hunter safety certificate and he went gun deer hunting last year but this year he really wants to try um, bow hunting. Nice. So, so I think my time in the stand by myself hunting is coming to an end where I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to be turned, I'm turning into a glorified, um, outfitter yeah. for my kids now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. So I'm excited. And I, we got it all set up where we're going to, you know, hopefully do some episodes with him in the stand and I'm above him, mm-hmm. you know, videoing and all that good stuff. So awesome. So yeah, but bow hunting, man, dude, that's your new fate. That's number oh, one on the power rankings right number, now. Number one. What's your like ultimate, like dream escape hunting, fishing? Like, do you, do you have that yet? Or did you mark that off your, well, I, uh, I started going out to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I got in with a bunch of guys, a uh, group of guys who invited me out to Wyoming to do some mule deer hunting and that was phenomenal Mm -hmm. when you're you know when we were able to go out on 66,000 acres um and just kind of stock hunt these these huge um mule deer that's been that's been awesome I think right now my dream hunt my the thing that's on my bucket list is I want to um I do I want to get 
get in on an elk hunt. Mm-hmm. I'd really love to yep. get out either into Colorado or get on, you know, get into the far western part of Wyoming and uh, get into some really good backcountry and just you know experience that experience that hunt where in April you have to start working out. Yeah, because you know you're gonna pack out a couple hundred pounds of venison, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what I want. I that's my right now. That's my dream hunt. I agree with you. I I always want. I've always wanted to go to Colorado and do like the backpacking on the horses yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And uh, you know, I I for for the bow hunting, I love bow hunting more. But I feel like on something like that. I got to take the rifle because I don't yeah. want to miss uh, or, you know, know, get too nervous or anything <laughs> right? like that. Right. Yeah, like I always had that in my mind. I'd love to do a bow, but nope, I'm taking the rifle yeah. on that one. Yeah. How, how long have you been bow hunting? Oh, since 12. 12? Since I've been 12 when I yeah. legally could at that time. So yeah. I'm almost, wow, 20, 20 years now? Nice. Yeah. You've already beat me. I don't. I haven't had a lot of luck bow hunting with, with the big ones. Yeah. Out there. I've seen them, it's, but it's, I've had more luck with the with the rifle. Well, what's funny is where I hunt, where I hunt, it's it's turning out to be some great bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the land, so I don't gun deer hunt there, and so the landowner and his his family then go out and they gun deer hunt there, and they don't see Nothing. hardly anything. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, and I'm just like, all right, that's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> so are you using calls, rattles? Do you do any? We of do. That? Um, oh, I forget which one it is. Yeah, I just use a simple grunt. And then I also, because I again I have no idea, and I had to watch a lot of YouTube videos, yep. so I have a grunt, and then I just have one of those. Um, it's a bag. Oh, uh, the rattle bag. Yeah, rattle bag. Mm-hmm. You know, I I tried other ones, but I wasn't going to carry the yep. antlers and stuff. So yeah, just a or rattle saw off the actual yep. antlers that people yep. do. Tell them. I couldn't do that um, to a pair of antlers if I found them or got one. I can't do that. I've been able to grunt. Uh, most of the time, grunt little ones in little mm-hmm. bucks forks spikes but two years ago uh the buck i harvested um that one i grunted in i was excited about that one Mm because usually i never i'm like am i even doing anything do these even work and sure enough i grunted you know i uh, typically grunt a a couple times and then wait about 20 to 30 minutes grunt again and Mm -hmm. uh in between grunts here comes one of the bucks with his head down uh right it right into my stand it was like Awesome. I've never, I shouldn't say never, I had one time that a grunt, it was a tip can okay. work for me. Yep. It was during uh, it was during rifle, and at that time I was, it was like a ground blind, and uh, it was bore. I didn't see anything all day. So it, it was over by the Yellow River, so when you said oh, Thorpe, yeah. it's, it's that neck of yep. the woods over there. And I just walked over just to take a look at the river, and I walked back, and of course I saw something. I kicked something up. It came in after I left. So I grabbed gotcha. my tin can or tip can and did it, and it came back actually. Yeah. So that's the only thing I've ever had luck. But then I went turkey hunting, and that's the first time I've ever actually called something in, and that was freaking awesome. That right was there. awesome. You know, calling in a turkey my first time. Uh, yeah. So it's like I'm gonna try. I think mine is just patience. Yep. Like if it's not working for me with the grunt calls or anything like that, I'm like, well, there's nothing here yeah. or anything like that. My problem is, is I watch YouTube videos on it, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, that's easy. Yeah. I'll just go do that, and then they'll just those big, you know. Uh, ten pointers that are one forty eights, you know, one fifties will come walking in like they do on the YouTube channel. Exactly. So. But uh, one of our episodes is the the turkey hunt, and that was uh, took my son out turkey hunting, and that was our first time turkey hunting. Again, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> We've never turkey hunted before, and sure enough, forty five minutes in, I you know I call call one in or yep. call two uh, 
two toms in and I mean, it was the cool, coolest thing ever. Right. We, were, we yeah. were done within 45 minutes, and my son's like, well, this is pretty easy. And I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? That's what I was like when I growing up. When I was growing up as a kid going bow hunting, I mean, where we were at, there was like nothing. You know, there was nothing. Yeah. So it took a few years before I actually got one with a bow. Yeah. It ended up being a doe. You know, but it was it took a it took a few years and it tested the patience when you see yeah. everybody else. And I remember seeing everybody before Facebook, so it was like going back to school and well, yeah, I got you know this. I'm like, I didn't see anything, <laughs> you know. And it's like, why am I doing this if I don't see anything? <laughs> yep. And I'm seeing everybody else have success out there. But that's, I think that's the big thing too. Is like, you know, I'm Hudson, my kid, he's got no patience yeah. and he wants to go, but it's like, dude, you can't sit still. If you're trying to watch a Marvel movie, you're five minutes in, you want to do something different <laughs> yep. sort of thing. So I'm already having, like, nervous breakdowns thinking about trying to take him in a blind yeah. or something like that. We, yeah. Little chunks. Yep. I mean, I, growing, growing up, you know, my my brother and I, um, we started uh, by, you know, we started obviously hunting with my dad and my uncle. Um here, actually, in Eau Claire, just south of Eau Claire, between Eau Claire and Fall Creek. Okay. And uh, we had a family farm out there, and you know, it was it was crazy as a kid that you know we would be out of the out of the house by four thirty, you know, and we'd be sitting on this ridge, and my dad would make us sit there for like, <laughs> you know, fourteen hours. Yeah. And we would, it, God, there would I don't even know. It's just amazing that I stuck with this, you know, with the sport, with mm-hmm. the hunting. Because, man, that was as as kids. Like, yeah. like you're right. My kids, my daughter, and my son came out. My other son came out with us, with me last year. And sure enough, you know, hour. Dad got to go to the bathroom. Yep. Dad, can I get something to drink or eat? It's like, oh, but you know what? Baby steps, little little mm-hmm. little chunks of time. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I don't know about you, but like, um, um. I think about like when I was a kid, even like when I go into woods now and I see it, maybe tell me if I'm weird, but like the his, I'm like a history guy. Yeah. You know, I love history. And when we bought this property a few years ago, walking around it, old tree stands, all those old wooden tree stands. Like we, I found a couple of them there and I just like wonder like what those stories were, you know, yeah. like that, that person who sat there how many years ago? Yep. I mean, it was old and rotten, but like just the history part of like, that's why I loved so much about the outdoors too is the camaraderie, talking to people like like you about it, sharing stories. But then you know you just like when somebody tells a story, you can kind of envision yourself in it, or you're walking through the woods and you're just like, I wonder what that has to yeah. say. That that tree stand had to say 50 years ago yeah. or something like that. Yeah, if they could speak. Yeah, you know, like and that's that's truly what what a lot. I mean, that's that's the basis for no idea. My brother and I, it's it's conservation, and it's truly. Uh, caring for something that that we all have Mm -hmm. we all possess it as citizens you know we Mm -hmm. we got this and to preserve it conserve it uh so that we can pass our passion down to the generations so that you know they too can say man you know my kids can say remember dad you know remember or my my kids kids can say remember grandpa used to always put his stand up in this tree um i remember you're right i mean if that's the cool thing is when mm-hmm. you when you get around people who are passionate about the outdoors you just it's just stories of the past that really invite you into the future of just like man we uh invite you into the future of of, of out the great outdoors and having mm-hmm. a great time enjoying 
this gift that we all have. Yeah, even like the fishing. I remember as a kid, you know, so and so be like, oh yeah, twenty years ago we were here catching, you know, muskies on on these old wooden poles or something like that. And it's just it's like hard to imagine, but it's cool. Yeah. To to imagine what it was like back then. Yeah. You know, for me, um, you know, I just the other day in in my man cave, I hung up my first bow. I still had it. Oh, do you? Yeah, it was, I got it when I was eleven. So that thing's, oh man, I've been bow hunting longer than twenty years. I think I'm thirty-one. I'm not. So it's been about twenty-five years actually. Yeah. So that bow, I mean, it's a high country, old school thing. And I'm like, I still got it. I'm like, but I remember everything about that thing. Yeah. You know, I remember all the practice shoots on there and and all the misses yep. <laughs> in the, in yep. the woods on that thing. I mean, I for if the you know for all the sports stuff and, and games that we watch or even play. I honestly think I remember more times in the woods and yeah. experiences, whether it was my first year or or missing the the big one. I mean, I remember my first year actually rifle hunting, first day, and sitting on the ground in that. And I'm not lying. I saw 32 deer, but it was a year where the tags were very limited in okay. our area. Yeah. And so I was always preached about, okay, just, you know, maybe be selective. We're going to let you, you know, get what you want. You don't tell a twelve-year-old that first year I saw I was ready to go. You know, it was a doe, and I missed it ten yards in front of me. And it, it's kind of our tradition: thirty, thirty bolt action, no scope. That's the first rifle we have to yeah. use. Yep. And I have it, and that's what Hudson's going to use when he gets, even if it's just for the first year or something like that. Missed that. Missed another one. Um, and then I remember uh, one time because I had a book with or the same day I had a book with me. I looked up, nothing there. Read a page, looked up, and still the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. About 30 yards, no, 50 yards straight in front of me, just looking at me. And normal person would pick up their gun slowly and try to shoot. I stood up, got the attention of a crap who was sitting behind me, look at that deer. And, yeah, I didn't get shot off. Let's just say it <laughs> took off. Then I missed another one. So I'm up to like four or five in easy shots. And then I went over by my, my aunt, uh, who was on the other side, and we were just sitting there talking, and all of a sudden I see a doe there, and I said, hey, there's a deer there. So she got down, doe ran off. Well, there was a buck chasing it. And I'm like, got the shooting lane, and I pulled the trailer on the run. Got it. Of all the other ones I missed, like 10 <laughs> yards in front of me, I hit this one 50 yards on the run in the head. Ooh. Yeah, in the head too. So it's like 12-year-old, but I was just like freaking yeah. out. You know, that was probably the most excited I've ever been in my life. Yeah. But I remember all the big ones. Happened to me three years ago. Huge one just came, and it was like 20 yards with a rifle, and I missed it. <laughs> and I'm like, those are the ones you remember the most. But you, those are like the failures, too. You don't really mind because there's stories to it. Yeah, and, well, that's the thing. that You're going to pass that story down mm -hmm. to Hudson, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, I, I can't remember uh 99 of the shots i took mm -hmm. uh in bruce high school for basketball you know or i can remember one uh home run saving catch i made in cameron uh my uh my junior year of high school i can remember some of that but you tell me i i mean i can i can share with my kids pretty much every single hunt i've been on mm -hmm. i the, the sto the story of my first uh my first deer I ever harvested, you know, in a snowstorm in a cornfield. And I was, you know, as, as all kids, uh, that age, I just, if it was Brown, it was down. That's yeah. kind of my, was my mentality. And yep. sure enough, you know, I, I remember to this day trying to look through my 
scope of my youth model 243 that my dad and I drove down to Nielsville because they had a, a sale at one of the hardware Hanks <laughs> on the gun and uh, trying to uh, look through, couldn't see it, had to take, get the snow off and then shoot it. And then, you know, now looking back on it, it was about the, I could pretty much have thrown it over my shoulder and carried it out. It was so small, you know, but yeah. I remember that yeah. and to be able to tell my kids that story and to, and then to, you know, to be there and to enjoy their first harvest mm-hmm. uh, is just something I, I just cannot wait to do. That's what I'm like. I'm already looking forward to when Hudson gets old enough. Yeah. You know, like like you said, and I had somebody else tell me this, too. It's like, you know, now is the time to for me to go do my stuff. But, you know, when he gets up there and I and I saw other people do it. I mean, I was a part of that. I mean, people would always go with me and, you know, they took time away from there. Yep. going out there and and making sure that I was you know having fun whether it was taking the BB gun with me while they're bow hunting and I'm yep. shooting squirrels or something like that looking back at it now I'm like well dang I ruined their night shooting like a hundred <laughs> BBs at everything that walked by but now you get it yeah. because you got to make it fun for them right you do you, you do you got to you got to make it fun you got to um, but uh, yeah you ha- you just have to make it fun but also teach we my brother and I just want to teach our kids, you know, to res- respect the earth, respect mm-hmm. the land that we have the opportunity and the privilege of being on, uh, and just really enjoy the process from from getting ready to go hunt to harvesting uh, to bringing it back and and whether you you cut it up yourself, mm-hmm. you know, or you process it yourself, or you drop it off at one of our local places, you know, like Jacobson's and all that mm-hmm. to uh, then to marinating it, getting it on the grill, and sitting back as a family and enjoying that, knowing, wow, that, you know, and all, that whole timeline to that point where it gets on your plate and you're eating it, it it's, just a, it's just a fun story to sit back and talk about. No, I agree. Where do you, where do you to, to kind of wrap it up here, because we're already on a half an hour. Oh, nice. This is just flying on by <laughs> right now, right? Where do you think the state is right now with, with youth and, and the outdoors? Um, <clears throat> you know, as I... As I pay attention, I, you know, I, I do think, I do think we're at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's sad to see just how uh, how much tension there is between the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources and the the hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying you know all hunters you know have a bad view of the DNR, but there's just so much tension whether whether it's wolves, whether it's you know you know should we allow a a, a three-year-old to be able to go hunt you right. know all that good stuff it's, it's just i do I, I i struggle with it because i i do see my kids their generation losing that um that interest mm-hmm. in the sport mm-hmm. and i think there's a lot of factors um one of the things that helped me was you know i really got into the the the, the sport i really got into hunting in the early 90s uh, that went into mid to late 90s where uh, if I wanted to see deer, I just got up and walked around. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere you looked, there were deer. I, we, would, we would go in and get our, get our license, and we'd walk out with six, license, you know, yeah. six extra takes. Yep. Um, and so I really, uh, I just really uh, became really passionate about it and excited about it because it was, it was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think, I think what's happened now. Oh, and that, it, the other thing too is, is that was back in the day where 
we didn't have school for that five days. It was you we didn't were done. have school. See, you know, for me, you're talking rifle season, right? Yeah, yeah. We Metford of all places, <laughs> you had to be pre-approved. Yeah. We had to get our homework done. They still went to school those first two days. Did they? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is a holiday. <laughs> you know, I know. I mean, I know. But, so we had we had the five days off. Uh, basketball coach, uh, coach John Carr would, would have practice at like seven at night, you know, knowing we were all out hunting and we'd come, we'd drive in from the woods and stuff, but, but it was just different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, it's, it seemed like people, people had no problem taking the, the nine days off of work yep. or the five days off of work. Now, you know, think about opening weekend. It, it's crazy that it, it feels like the, the, the time you want to be in the woods is right before kickoff for the Badger game because all the hunters are coming out, and uh, <laughs> and you want to be out there when the Badger game's done because yep. they're coming back out. They're going to move deer, but if you think about it now, guys will, guys and women will do Saturday, Sunday, and then head on out. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a cabin right next to ours, and there's 13 trucks parked in the uh, in the driveway on Friday night. But by uh, Sunday evening, they're all gone. Yeah. And maybe one or two will be there the rest of the week. So I do. I think, and I, I don't think it's just our kids' generations. I just think across the board, people are, for whatever reason, whether it's losing interest, lack of interest, lack of access, that's mm-hmm. another huge concern I think uh, we as Wisconsin people should be uh, looking at is just access to this, you know, back mm-hmm. to that conservation that, you know, we need – you know, this can't turn into a sport where it's just the haves and the have-nots. Um, so, yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm concerned about that. So that's why anytime my kids show any kind of interest towards hunting, fishing, um, I'm like all in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, because that's a that's something they'll take with them for the rest of their life. Exactly, exactly. Let's uh, let's end it on that note. Yeah, all sounds right. good, man. Perfect time. So, uh, Aaron Sturgey, love the hat. I'm jealous. Yeah. Good job with the color scheme, by the way. That's the and big his. thing with the hats. Yep, the color scheme right there. That's ninety nine percent of the work is exactly out the right color scheme. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, so we're gonna make this a bi weekly thing. You got Let's her? do it. Let's do it. So I got hey, you down. Awesome. That's another two weeks of not being able to sleep again. Because I, I just well add awesome. that, and then you got the Packers opening up next oh, week. So you know, you're. I'm sorry, Dude. man. <laughs> it's gonna be gonna be a rough one in for Jacksonville. You. Yeah. Oof. I love how Jacksonville tried to, you know, make it harder for Packers fans to travel or look yeah. at stadiums where Aaron's QBR rating was a little bad. <laughs> I saw that, too. Already in your heads. Already in your uh, heads. Well, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. No, thank you. I'm looking forward to more conversations now, too. So by the time we're talking, um, well, I know I'll be – I've bow hunted already. I don't know if you had – I haven't done opening weekend in a long time. Yeah. But I think – I don't know why. I'm more anxious this year, so I might try it. This I might go out, depending on the weather. Yeah. If it's weather. like 90 degrees, then no. 90 you. and, you know, mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, dude. We'll talk with you again soon, okay? Sounds good. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. But can you do me a quick favor? Can you subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast? And, you know, rate it, like if you're on iTunes or anything like that. Just make it a good rating. That way other people can find the podcast, too. Hey, we're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it. We're all over. Spread the word about the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, 
and we'll talk with you later.